as if with regard to the matter posed by Habakkuk in the first scripture, I wrote as I did in the pastor's column this weekend on the necessity of being constant in hope. Though at the moment I did not have this reading in mind. And this goes the same for the gospel in which our Lord gave us that never-to-be-gotten word, mustard seed, to describe the minimal trust one should have in God. And so it seems that my entire pastor's column was composed as a commentary in this week's readings, but that wasn't the case at all, just a happy coincidence. Constant hope. Sometimes when I read about the serene confidence that some of the saints had in God's providence, and sometimes when I read about with what utter security they had in their own judgments, how they could predict things to come and, and announce cures that would take place, it becomes confusing over just exactly how confident we ought to be in God. It isn't entirely clear when we should have unwavering trust and when we should be humbly reticent because of our unworthiness to be so sure of ourselves. When does humble hope become proud presumption? Steering a middle course between confidence and presumption, between trusting in God and foolish self-confidence is that middle ground, solid faith. Habakkuk says, the rash man has no integrity, the just man will live because of faith. Reminds me of what St. Paul says, we walk by faith, not by sight. In the second reading, the letter to St. Timothy, Paul urges him not to have the spirit of fearfulness, timidity, not to be ashamed of the faith. He wants Timothy, Timothy to have security in the words that he heard from Paul. We should not have a spirit of fear or doubt, but trust in God's power and his love. This means not being ashamed to bear witness to Christ and what we believe. Paul wasn't ashamed because he knew who it is that he has put his faith in. and He's convinced that God has the power to keep his deposit until the last day of time. That word deposit is given the word trust in our translation, unfortunately. Paul urges Timothy to persevere in sound teaching, the teaching that he heard from Paul, and to keep this deposit 
which the Holy Spirit has given. What is that deposit? The Latin fathers of the church say it's the reward or the merit due to good works. In this sense, it would mean that Paul is saying that the reward for the good that we do is guaranteed by God. It's a deposit. And so we should have a kind of confidence. God will always be true. God will always grant his rewards. This is that hope. This is that trust. This is that confidence. In many particular matters, we don't have certainty about what God wills. But there's one thing we must always be sure about that we must adhere to with all firmness. And that's this. God is entirely just. He's entirely good. And he always has our eternal well-being in view. And so we keep our faith and we keep up hope. Even when we can't understand his ways, nor when we see the results that we expect from him in our prayers. St. Paul gives us this saying in the second reading, and it's taken from the first reading of Habakkuk. The just man lives by faith. That's the saying we should take with us today from Mass. Just man lives by faith. It's the thing that keeps us going in the church. It's the thing that keeps us persevering in our prayers. Faith. We should never yield to despair. We should never entertain doubt or distrust in God's benevolence. Otherwise, we would be betraying him and we'd be taking his place as measuring what's right and good and true. The apostles came to Jesus, our Lord, and they said, increase our faith. Let us remain humbly subservient to God and his unfathomable will, for we know that he wills our eternal good in all the things that may happen.